Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Game 7 tomorrow night on these very airwaves. 8 o'clock puck drop or shortly thereafter, or maybe even not so shortly thereafter, usually about 8.20 for these late ones. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Bettman. Appreciate that one. Oh, well, I'll stay up late on a Saturday night for, uh, well, pretty much anything, but especially playoff hockey. I know you're with me on that front. And I also know that you know that some guests of this very show right here receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Uh, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. I know Elliot Friedman knows how to tuck down a steak. What I don't know is where Elliot is right now. So let's get to some of your text messages here. 780-496-0063 while we wait for Friedge from Hockey Night in Canada. It's Brendan and Cam Moon here for Bob today. Uh, this one from Sunny in Vancouver says, Hey, Brendan, any supplemental discipline or fines for Grunstrom for diving or the slew foot or tackle on dry sidle? Thanks from Sunny. I think we would know by now if the league was going to take a look at it. And to me, Cam, I thought that it may be a fine, if anything, for that Anderson play. But we also had the benefit of the replay of it. And, you know, I think in the grand scheme of things, I don't know that you could have expected more of a fine, more rather than a fine uh, on that front. Grundstrom... Yeah, I, I couldn't even point to the exact play that you'd be looking at. But yeah, yeah, on the takedown, it um, it's definitely reckless uh, when you anytime you pull a player down in that fashion. There's so many things that can go wrong. Um, yeah, definitely reckless. I, I'm sure if something was going to come down with that, we would have we would have been able to see it by now. Yeah, well, we were talking, it's it's 2.30 out east, and that's where the league is operating out of, of course. So typically by now, we would have had something on that front. Um, oh, Andresito, uh says, did you guys have the talk boy on slow when the uh, 
<laughs> a little bit. A little, yeah. a little bit. I'll yeah. tell you what. Here's the, the, the Cadbury secret, everybody. We were uh, running a laptop computer here in the studio, and in fact, it was playing the audio recap at like three-quarter speed. So mm-hmm. Jack sounded a little inebriated, and uh, that was not the case. Cody Jansen with some wizardry puts it all together for us. And, yeah, good, uh, good work by Cody. Hey, speaking of assembling the show, do we have our next guest? Yes, we do. He's oh, there. It's right, right on for her. For Mid-City Construction Management, with over 40 years in business, Mid-City specializes in underground construction, and they're actually looking for an underground foreman to join their team right now. You can apply at mid-city.ca. Friedman's a busy man, but he found some time for us here on this Friday. Elliot, appreciate you, as always, hopping on with us. You got Brendan and Cam. How's it going today? Honestly, would anybody be surprised if Michaels was broadcasting drunk? Like, really, would anybody be surprised? <laughs> uh, Cam, you want to field that one? Eh? <laughs> I have nothing to add. All right. <laughs> that's, a, that's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, Elliot, uh, let, let's get this out of the way first, yep. because as I'm sure you can imagine, uh, with, with the many video replays circulating of this this play on Leon Dreisaitl by Mikey Anderson, a lot of questions coming in as to whether that was either a fine or maybe even suspendable offense. The league clearly has not deemed it so. We would have heard by now if it was going to be. So uh, maybe just your take on that situation and if you have any insight into why that wasn't necessarily considered as serious by the league. Well, I just think that the one thing about the league is if they're going to fine or suspend for things, it's generally things that have been fined and or suspended before. I don't know of any situation where any incident like that has ever been fined or suspended. So that's what that's what it comes down to. That's that's just I know those kinds of answers sometimes drive people crazy, but I actually do think the league is you can take a look at any incident and Google and say, Okay, has anything like this ever had a, a fine or suspension tied to it? And the answer for that would be no. So I don't think you'd see that. I think my guy my guess guys is that well, first of all, I understand why no Oiler fan would like it. But also, I think it probably wasn't, I'm guessing, it's probably not a new injury. It probably aggravated uh, one that he's been battling. And so that's why it was so painful for him and so problematic is I don't think Leon Dreisaitl was healthy coming in. Yeah, fair enough. And I don't think, if you look at his the way that he's negotiating and navigating the ice right now, there's a lot of bigger loops. There's a lot less explosiveness in the game. So I see where you're going with that. Um, but let's back it out. Let's look at the game as a whole in Game 6 because mm-hmm. there, was a, there was a serious need for a better start. And when you look at the final score line and see that they, they scored a minute and 40 seconds in, uh, hey, maybe that actually was the difference in the game in the long term. Look, I think last night, Brandon, that's the best game I've ever seen Connor McDavid play, considering the circumstances and what was on the line. Uh, you guys were facing elimination. Uh, Nurse wasn't in the lineup. Dreisaitl's obviously hurting, and he was incredible. He just would not let you guys lose last night. And uh, I, I have a ton of respect for the performance you put on. Uh, I just, you know, like when you – when you draft, like when, when you draft a player like that, and you, you're hoping for, you know, the nights where he puts up eight to ten points and the crowd's going bananas, and but you're also hoping for performances like that where the team's really in trouble and he drags them to victory, and that's what Connor McDavid did last night. Um, you know, dry, dry side, like give him a lot of credit too. He's gutting it out. He's clearly not a hundred percent. 
but he was giving everything he's got. Uh, I, I thought that whole team last night, they played as hard as they could. They knew what was at stake, and they found a way to win. And it, to me, it doesn't have to be a Picasso. It doesn't have to be beautiful. It just has to be a W. You, at this point in time, it's, it's simply, can you find a way to win? And led by your captain, he dragged you there, and uh, I thought it was an incredible performance by him. Considering what was at stake, I would say the best game I've ever seen him play. Elliot, it was it was no surprise. I don't I don't think that uh, the Oilers went with eleven and seven with Darnell Nurse out of the lineup. What did surprise me a little bit, and I want I'd love to hear your take on it, was the deployment of the top three lines for the Oilers, especially in that first period, in that they were being mixed and jumbled a little bit, given the Kings a very different look through the first twenty minutes. What that says to me is that Woodcroft was saying to those guys, you better be ready for anything tonight. If we're going to have to win this game, we're going to have to do things that are out of your comfort zone. And you better be prepared to do things out of your comfort zone. And first of all, I think you know we were surprised to hear that Fogel wasn't playing. I mean, by now, you're not surprised when Woodcroft goes 11-7. and seven. I mean, you guys know by now... He's very comfortable doing that and is happy to do it. I think I was a little surprised it was Fogel who was the guy who was out. But I think what he's telling everybody is this is not going to be a normal night tonight. There are going to be things that are happening out there that you guys are not going to be expecting and you guys could not prepare for. So everybody could be ready to play and better be ready to play. Harry Neal used to tell me that Scotty Bowman was the best coach in the first 10 minutes of a game because he would he would see who was going and he would lean on that guy. Jay Woodcroft basically told his players last night, I'm going to see who's going and I'm going to lean on those people. And that's what he did. And, you know, I, I think that the last two losses, games four and five, Woodcroft felt he had to take the Oilers out of their comfort zone. And I think going 11-7, and seven, scratching Fogel and going to the blender right away was taking them all out of their comfort zone. How much of an impact is Evander Kane really having on this team? You're seeing it on the score sheet, and that's the obvious answer to this. Seven goals tied with Kale McCarr atop the scoring race. But, I mean, in reality, in terms of somebody who not only has sort of been to this dance before, uh, you can see the the level of emotion that he's playing with right now, if, if not even in just that celebration toward the end of the game last night. You know, this is a guy that, for pennies on the dollar, I think is making a, a significant impact that that doesn't even necessarily register on the stat sheet. I really believe that he's just been a, a, a serious player for this team getting to Game 7 right now. Well, Brandon, you're not wrong. I mean, that's true. He's been a very effective player. He scores. He gets to the places on the ice where he needs to go. I mean, he's on the ice last night with McDavid uh, protecting a one-goal game. That's everything you need to know about what his coach thinks about him. Um, you know, there's never been any questions about Evander Kane, the player. You know, he's he's a he's a scorer. He's a fantastic forechecker. He's a physical presence. Uh, I don't think anyone has ever doubted that. And this year, the marriage between him and the Oilers has been a very good one for both sides. And if you win this series, he's obviously going to play a huge role in it, having seven goals already. What do you expect in Game Seven, Elliot? 
I think Cam, it's going to be. Um, I think it's going to be. First of all, I think it's going to be a great game. Um, I think your building is going to be crazy tomorrow night. Uh, I, I think that uh, you know. I, I think you're going to see. Like this series has had a lot of people, like just driving themselves to everything that they can put out there. And that's what that game is going to be tomorrow night. You're going to see two goaltenders, older guys, fiercely competitive guys, staring at each other at the end of the ice, determined not to give an inch to the other guy down there. Um, like the Smith-Quick matchup is as fascinating a goaltending matchup as I, I've seen in quite a long time because of their age. And, and you know the fact that both these guys have lasted seven games I think it's actually pretty amazing. Um, I think McDavid is going to be dynamite again. I think um, I think Drysaddle is going to give you everything you got. I'm sure Nurse is going to be wired to play tomorrow night. As a matter of fact, uh, I bet you that's one of the things they're going to be all over him. Like, don't try to win the game in your first three shifts because he'll be so determined to make a positive impact. And you know what the Kings are going to do? They're going to be all over each other to play the same way they always play. And uh, I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a great game tomorrow. I think the, the thing that you guys have, the the advantage the Oilers have, is you guys have the best player. And as we saw last night, when he is going, he can win a game almost by himself. You can see, or or you, when you're in the rink, you can feel him sort of take the the just everything sort of flows yeah. through him. It's it's quite incredible. I've never experienced anything like it. I, I, I wonder whether Toronto will have the same experience in their own Game 7 with Matthews and, and that sort of thing you know, in, in their home barn, Elliot. We were talking about Edmonton coming into a Game 7 off of the win and Toronto heading into the Game 7 off of a loss. I, I wonder how much stock you invest in whether there's a big difference in those two things. I don't know if I I don't know if I put a lot. I, I think I think in the playoffs, a good team doesn't believe in momentum from game to game. They reset. Look, like this series looked like it was over after three games. You guys scored fourteen goals in games two and three. Who at that time thought we would be talking about a game seven? Nobody. Maybe the Kings did. Nobody else. But here we are. Um, so I think if you're a good team, you're a mature team, you can say, hey, new game. doesn't matter if you lose one nothing or 10 nothing. It only counts for one in the series. And by the way, I should say, there's an avid listener of yours who uh, is listening right now who just sent me a note. He said, I am doing a terrible job if I don't mention that Ryan Nugent Hopkins also had a hell of a game last night, like one of his best games that he'd ever seen him play. So yeah, he was good. I try not to do a terrible job, so I figured <laughs> I would add that. Well, I appreciate you acknowledging that, and that is something good to bring up. I mean, he was elevated to that second-line center role and, and yep. clearly fulfilled what they expected him to do, and you need that from your veterans. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and the other thing, too, about Nugent Hopkins is He's he's a low maintenance guy. He doesn't say a lot, as you guys know. But that doesn't mean he doesn't want to win. And that doesn't mean like one of the things I've learned over the years is don't mistake kindness or politeness for weakness. And just because you're a kind person or a polite person doesn't mean when the puck drops you don't want to drill uh, somebody else through the boards to go get it. And and I thought and obviously as we all know, Drysidle is not playing at 100. percent 
that makes a guy like Nugent Hopkins even more important, and he delivered. Yeah, he did. 11-2 and two in the face-off circle last night. So he was and a lot of key penalty kills, too, for the Oilers. Nugent Hopkins was huge. Uh, tonight we got, what, three games tonight? Uh, Elliot, what one intrigues you the most? Um, you know, I think, well, obviously I would, I'm sure you guys don't like hearing this, but the one down, well, they're not down the highway, but your neighbor's down the highway. I always pay attention to the Canadian teams first and foremost. I think as Calgary has refocused on what's important and not trying to settle scores or chase players around the ice, I think they've reestablished themselves as the better team in the series. Um, and they they have a good shot, I think, of, of closing it out tonight. So that's probably the one that uh, I would name first. Although, you know, I have to say the, the, the hockey's been great. The games have been really good. And obviously I'm rooting for all the best for Sidney Crosby. I mean, it's very disappointing to hear. I was happy to hear he at least skated today. That's a really good sign, but nobody wants to hear that he's got a concussion. Yeah, that's a loss that uh, I don't know that... I mean, we're talking about a loss for Pittsburgh right now, but that could mean future uh, complications for Crosby, of course. So, Elliot, always appreciate the time and the insight, my friend. I guess we'll check in next Friday. Hopefully now, with some hockey to talk about. Are you guys going to watch the game tomorrow night from the same place you watched the game last night? Like, what are you guys going to be doing? Were you at the rink last night, Cam? Yeah, I was, at, I, I was yeah, at home. I was at the rink. Reed and I were doing, well, mostly Reed, a little bit of me, <laughs> uh, doing the, the pre and the post and the intermissions from Roger's place. So I wonder if, like, you're going to have to sit in the same spot. Are you guys superstitious guys like that? Same socks? Same, no. No? Nothing no. like that? No. Okay. No. I'm, I'd need a pretty long stick to influence the game from where I am. <laughs> I like that line, Cam. That's a good one. I'm going to steal that someday. Awesome stuff, Elliot. Thanks for joining us, man. All right, guys. Take care. You too. Thanks. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers for our friends at uh, Mid-City Construction Management. So they've got over 40 years in, in business now, and they specialize in underground construction. Currently looking for an underground foreman, in fact, to join their team. Uh, you can apply today at mid Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com city.ca quick time out here on Oilers now Brendan and Cam back in a moment Cam Moon alongside Brendan Escott here from the 630 Chad Studios we're, we're talking game 6 but more so I mean game 7 tomorrow night if you're not getting inside the building, I suggest you meander on down to the Ice District Plaza and watch it from that vantage point. It is, uh, by all accounts, an absolute riot out there. You've got your cold beer. 
and you've got your warm friends and uh, and atmosphere and by god maybe you'll even see a victory a game seven win on a saturday some live music before the game perfect people having fun you don't really need to add a lot more than that do you no you don't that's a pretty darn good recipe uh so is is really a clean bill of health and that's sort of been the story of the injury report for the most part, it's a playoff, so we don't really know anything, do we? But your uh, Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you each day by James H. Brown, Injury Lawyers, Unrivaled Experience, Unrivaled Commitment, Unrivaled Results. Leon Dreisaitl is not listed with anything officially, but if you're watching him play, you got to figure if there's not something wrong with the lower body, Bob has suggested the core may be an issue right now, and then seeing the way he landed with that monkey, Mikey Anderson, hanging off of his back and pulling him down onto the ice, I'm wondering about a high ankle issue as well. That was my kind of first gut reaction, but I don't know that. I am not a doctor, and I will stop playing one on the radio. Darnell Nurse... Still working his way back to 100% from that lower body injury cam, I would suggest that cost him the final few games of the regular season. He hasn't looked like his true self, but he's still an effective player when out there on the ice. Yeah, and you know, got a little time off. You know, not ideal, but you're going to Game Seven, and he didn't have to go all the way to Los Angeles and all the way back. Yeah. So, so yeah. maybe a well-rested. And when you're playing 26 minutes a night in the postseason, hard minutes, it's probably, you know, you're going to benefit from an extra day. Yes. But I really like what Elliot had to say about tempering the emotions. We saw it kind of get the best of them in game one in front of that crowd at Rogers Place. Now you're, you've got game seven. So I think that that task is going to very much be back on the forefront tomorrow night when the puck drops, uh, I would assume around 20 after 8 or so. Yeah. Uh, hey, Rob Brown is coming up next, our Inside the Game analyst from the Oilers Radio Network, but not before we send it off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.